Welcome to Gone Will Hunting. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about the anime Hunter Hunter. It's the end of season three. The York New York it's wrapping up. Oh. I'm your host, Keith McBlaine. My pronouns are they, them. <laughs> hey, we finally made it. We made it to the end. All of it's over. My name's Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm not going up in that register right now. My, uh, I'm Sky. My pronouns <laughs> are they, them. That's valid. <laughs> I refuse. Um, yeah, this has been, so I'll, all this whole time I've been like saying that I, there are parts of this arc that I have not seen before that I will be experiencing for the first time. Turns out I was talking about these two specific episodes. I've seen the whole rest of the thing before. So. It's incredibly <laughs> funny how every time you're just like, I don't remember what happened specifically at literally that point. And I am saying you're like, end. it is literally the last two episodes, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, Devin would talk yeah. through it and he'd be like, oh, so you've seen this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, there's nothing else. I don't know what you mean. You haven't seen the end. And I'm like, I know I haven't seen how it ends. And I haven't. <laughs> Literally exactly just how it ends. So. And let me tell you, it ends not with a bang, but more with a, haha, we're all going to leave now. There's a bang. Who bangs? <laughs> Pakunoda. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's six bangs. And I, then... I take those more of a blam blam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like, yeah, I mean, before we really get into it, this is like such an interesting way to end an arc of a shonen anime. Like, there is no big fight. There is like nothing like going wrong or out of control. <laughs> Everyone it's, like, decides to go home. It's just like fucking I really love development. It. Like, so and... much like... Yeah. It it builds up so much to a climax, then it's like, no, like, these characters are gonna... Okay, but it's kind of funny because, like... Act in a way like, that really we've the conflict. done this for every arc. Like, the first Hunter arc, it literally ends with Gon getting knocked out and waking up after everything has happened. <laughs> like, the, the Zoldic family arc ha- ends with them just... They like, just leave! Yeah, they just go, okay, yeah. go, have fun, <laughs> see ya! Like, Heaven's Arena has, like, the most climactic <laughs> end, and it's, it's not that climactic, because it's just, like, the fight we've been talking about? Yeah, that happened. We're done now. I'm still not over in the 99 how they switched it, even. Yeah! Like, they, they don't even end with the Hisuka fight. They, like, start us off with that. Hunter x Hunter is a franchise <laughs> that does its best to, like, just say no climaxes. Mm-hmm. We're done with that. <laughs> Wow, I just had a mm-hmm. bad thought. You know how Hisuka is always edging? Yeah. <laughs> what if Hunter x Hunter the anime is always edging us, the audience? So this two-year manga hiatus <laughs> is like the greatest <laughs> test. Wow. Wow, if that's your fetish, Hunter x Hunter is really gonna get ya. Um, they so failed in they... been edging us for two years, and we say... <laughs> Anytime you're ready. Anytime you're ready, we're good to go. <laughs> Just gonna say they failed with Uvo game though. Oh, did you uh did you climax? With I mean Uvo? you know, I think the show climaxed with, with Uvo game. Yeah. True. I, don't know. true. I like Pito. I, I just I wouldn't call that an edge, is that that's what I'll say. Like that whole arc there, like his whole Well you think know. about it. He brought you to like the highest highs with Uvo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he said could be even better in the future and we said we're patiently waiting and he said you better wait <laughs> it's never getting better he than said this. you're gonna <laughs> togashi said you can have one you can have 
<laughs> one big rippling man and we said thank you and then he said maybe two. <laughs> and we said huh you may spank it he once. said one big rippling man and then we say thank you and he said maybe another in the next arc and i say hmm, hmm? are you sure maybe, Promise? maybe who knows well we should get I into these wait. episodes <laughs> speaking of big yeah let's let's men, stop up yeah, let's stop edging our audience and get into the episode description. Mmm, you're so right. <laughs> How rude of us. Speaking of big, strong, <laughs> speaking of big, strong, rippling men that definitely have heads. How's Squala doing? <laughs> oh, not not so good. Hmm. Mm. Speaking of that head. Yeah, speaking of some head. <laughs> so no head. <laughs> Squala said so no head, and then his head fell on a car. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, so Squala placed himself face down and is laying dead on the pavement. Um, and Pakanoda, Nobunaga, and um, the little the little man, whatever his name is, Cortopi. Cortopi, there we go. Yeah, yeah, they're just kind of wandering away in the rain. And I say, get an umbrella or you'll get a cold. This will become relevant later. Um, oh, they're wandering away. They're all on the phone, just being like, "Yeah, we got information on the like chain user. We'll tell you later." And they're calling Machi, the boss, and uh, Shizuku. And they're like, okay, well, meet you at the hotel. We got some kids. We adopted two. Mm-hmm. We picked up two urchins. Yeah, we, we adopted two kids. Meet you at the hotel. Uh, really hope no one is eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. Someone was eavesdropping. It was Melody. And <laughs> they head to the hotel. And nothing really major happens other than Killua plotting. Killua thinking very loudly about how he's going to coordinate that he needs to coordinate a plan with his friends in order to pull this off but he has no earthly way of doing that so he's just but he's got to be super precise he's he like, knows that he knows like, that whatever he's got to do he's got to do it precisely he's like i don't got time to wait i have i have <clears> only <throat> one shot i only have a millisecond how do i tell that to my idiot boyfriend <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they get to the hotel. Uh, they're just kind of standing near a column being like, damn, where is everybody? We better wait here for them. And someone is being very loud and rude. Someone's just being so fucking obnoxious. They're being so damn obnoxious <laughs> over near a chair. Mm-hmm. It's- damn, this is, this is really the part of the heist movie where Leorio is getting to use his special set of skills. <laughs> Being, being obnoxious being and getting so stuck in traffic. Damn, being so damn annoying, <laughs> but in a way that makes people not want to interact with you. Like, he has to thread the needle of being obnoxious in a way that, like, people will be like, damn, I'm going to kick your ass. No, That's he- true. It's like in that one show where they go, hey, I'm, like, an environmentalist. Can I speak with you? Oh, now no one's going to. Oh, yeah, it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they do that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, can show. I talk to you about the environment? And then they walk away and he's like, no one's going to make eye contact with me now. That's Leorio constantly. <laughs> yeah, Leorio has mastered the art of getting people to not want to talk to him. And you know what? It's very effective. <laughs> so he's sitting in a chair and he's yelling on his phone very weirdly. And he's just kind of like, hey, you're not here. What the fuck? You you screwed up last time and I'm going to fire you. My, I'm so mad. My eyes have gone dark. <laughs> And Conan and Killer are like, dark? No, what could they? He's like, you better get here by 7 o'clock on the dot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait a minute. Could it be? Okay. The thing is going to go down at 7. 
So you better be here. <laughs> and they're like, it's a message. Oh, oh my goodness. And I can't believe they figured it out. These smart, smart boys. And Killua hits us with the perfect, wonderful knowledge just now that he can dislocate all his joints very easily. Yeah, he just goes, oh, let me just real quick. Just yeah, just because them all out. Yeah. he's thinking to himself, he's just like, wow. So if it's plunged in the darkness, we will have time to like close our eyes and adjust to it. And then like we'll escape in that moment. So I'll just dislocate all the bones in my arm and hand so I can easily slip out of my restraints. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, you could do what now? Um, and Gon is... He's an assassin. And he Gon can is do like, it. I wonder if I rip off both my arms, will I be able to get away? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're carefully plotting their escape in complete silence with each other. And finally, Nobunaga, Pakunoda, and Kortopi arrive. And Nobunaga is so excited to see his two children. He's he, very excited. He is so sweet. Nobunaga is the MVP of these episodes. I'm I, sorry, Paku. Honestly... <laughs> Hey. <laughs> yeah. How dare you disrespect Pakunoda like this? I'm sorry. Pakunoda did a great job. She did some good work. We'll get to that later. Nobunaga turned into the father of this group all of a sudden. So. Honestly, I have in my notes that Pakunoda is the main character for these episodes now. I mean, she really is. Sorry, Gon Kilua and Karapika. She really <laughs> is. The show immediately switched to the Pakunoda hour. Um. Yeah. So they get there and then fucking nobunaga's just like hey you guys couldn't stay away huh got captured again you scamps and they're just like yeah we didn't know the bounty was taken off your head so can we leave now and he's like oh no you guys just couldn't stay away it must be fate and they're like we don't like you yeah and kilo goes i don't even want to look at you and closes his eyes and turns his head away (laughs) and goes like oh that's so smart i'll do that too he's like yeah i don't want to look at you either And Nobunaga's like, damn, I love these kids. (laughs) He's like, I'm breaking through to them. And so he's like, hey, boss, um, these are the kids I was talking about. What do you think? Like, they're super tough, pretty brave, huh? Like Uvo. And Machi is just like, they're kids. Of course they're brave. They're stupid. And the boss is just kind of like, I'll take a look at them, you know, in a sec. Real quick. One one more thing before I do that. Paku. Can you ask them what they're hiding? And they're both like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And she's like, OK, well, here I go. I'm about to reach my hand slowly out to you to touch you on the head. And then Kilo goes, won't work. I, I, I'm not thinking about anything. You can't you can't dig through my memories. Won't work. And she's just like, yeah, I think you misjudged something about me as that I'm very strong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Pakunoda's like, my power is so good, it reaches deep into your brain and grabs those untainted memories. You can't hide anything, even if you're no thoughts There's head no empty. Taint on them whatsoever. Yeah, she basically, they're basically like, if even if you like ask us the question, we'll just think about something else. And she's like, that's not how memory works, so don't worry about it. She's very poetic about it. She's like, it's like a, um, and, uh, a, pond with like sediment yeah it's like a stone dropped into the river stirring up sentiment yeah, yeah. Stirring sediment. Up sediment. it's very sentiment. poetic but she's just like holding them by the chin she had a one minute poetry special which is exactly what they needed mm-hmm. by the way they needed one minute before seven o'clock hit. Yeah. oh look what time it is i'm so yeah yeah gon and kilua you know they they do their snaps they you know 
And, and you know, they just keep snapping until They're 7 like, o'clock damn, hits Paku, and the power goes out. Paku, tell us more. <laughs> Paku, please tell us more. And she's like, I'm going to ask you a question now. And she asks them, what are they hiding? And right as she learns it, the truth, the lights shut off. And right as they do, Killua just dislocates every bone in his hands, slips them out of his restraints, relocates everything, and then breaks Pakunoda's arm. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. As he does this, before she can react, Gone kicks her jaw, thus getting her to drop them both. Um, as that happens, Killua kicks Machi, trying to get her to let go of Killua, but she not Killua, Gone. But she doesn't. She's like, damn, I won't let go of this one. I won't lose this one. So Killua's like, damn, I gotta go rescue my man again. Runs over, tries to kill Machi with his dagger hands, but uh, new Machi skill. But Machi flexes so hard that she just traps Killua's hand between her muscles. She traps his fist in her back muscles. I'm blushing. Was it her back muscles? I thought it was her abs. No, it's her back. Okay. Yeah, Trust so- me on this one. <laughs> no, wait, I thought it was her abs because she grabs him immediately. Yeah, no, Killua stabs her in the front. I don't know where back muscles come hmm. into it. Yeah, so she I is still strong. I, I don't know. I was taking notes. She, she, He stabs her in her rippling abs and she says, no, thank you, and crushes his hand and then grabs him. And she says, well, joke's on you. The moment you exposed your bloodlust, you... It was easy to find you, even in the dark. Yeah. And also, this so, is a minor change, so I don't want to save. So I don't know. I would normally save it for uh for too many guns, but it's a it's little fine. one. In the manga, she just says, "Should have gone for my neck, dummy." <laughs> you know. I love her. I love yeah. Machi so much. She's always just kind of <laughs> like, "Haha, you screwed up." Um. She's so unbothered by everything. As yeah. this is happening, Nobunaga immediately engaged his end, so he's been able to sense everything going on for the last five minutes. So as Gon tries to, like, rush in to save Killua, he just grabs him by his fucking feet and says, Nuh-uh, no, no, you stay here. And so after that, the lights turn back on. And actually, no, the lights haven't turned back on yet. They just adjusted to darkness. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. They're all standing there. They're just kind of like, well, that was whack and sh- as shit, whatever. Um, anyways, does anyone know where the boss is? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we got duped. Shit. Grafika really deadly two 12-year-olds with a group of murderers. To, okay, like, to be fair, that's exactly what Karapika said his plan was. <laughs> he told them exactly what was happening on the tin. He said, I will let you two be captured. I mean, he And did. then I will sort it out later. He did say that. Yeah, so boss has been captured. Bossu has been captured. Bossu is gone. Uh, Krapiga has the boss. Um, the lights flip back on. They're like, damn, what the fuck happened? Um, as this is happening, Pakuno is about to like reveal all their secrets. Mm-hmm. And as she's about to say something, a knife flies through the air and nearly kills Nobunaga. And he dodges it easily and says, here, Shizuku, can you hold this? And... Hands her gone by his feet. 
Yeah. He's just dangling upside down for the rest of this long ass scene. He says nothing about it. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. complain. He just <laughs> down. He's just dangling completely upside down. <laughs> completely no thoughts ahead. Empty. Just uh, I'm just, just like jang- Killua just has out. like the dignity to be like retied up and everything. Gon is just like completely upside down. <laughs> so that's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, Pakinar is about to reveal all the secrets of the two and the chain user. And then Nobunaga says, no, 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 wait, wait. We got a note. Paku, it's for you. And on it, it says gay, gay, homosexual, gay. And she's like, damn, they got me. Yeah. (laughs) She says, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it says. Um, It actually (laughs) says, if you speak, they die. He dies. Your boss dies. So, uh oh, that's bad. Turns out Kropika had a plan. Maybe. Or he's winging it right now. Or, you know. A <laughs> little bit of both. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Um, They all realize that Lario is gone, and they're like, damn, he must have been working with them. Um, fucking, they're thinking for a second. Pacano is going through the note and be like, how'd this happen? How'd the chain user get the boss? Yeah, we get several Pacano to mind palace scenes. Yeah, Pacano opens up her damn mind palace. Her <laughs> damned mind palace. Oh, yeah. And thinks long and hard. She's like, so so the chain user, the boss was this far away from anything. And I remember in the memories that the, that the chain user grabbed the boss in the dark. So no, the boss should be able to dodge, but no, it was dark. He was he couldn't see. The chain user is dressed as a receptionist, so he wouldn't have guessed. That's how they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and, and she she, uh, she does mention that uh, he was prepared to sacrifice a few a few precious seconds to leave this note for them. So he must have planned it out down to the last detail. And I would like to mention he was also willing to sacrifice two twelve year olds. Yeah, so. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, again, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna tip over to the manga real quick. Like, I think, I think this is really unclear in both the anime versions, but from the manga, like we see Pakunoda using Nen on the note. So, like, that's how it seems. Like, that's how she somehow like gained these memories of Kurapika capturing Kurolo. That's wonderful. That's something yeah. we didn't know she could do. Yeah, so it seems like she has like a limited ability to like use her power to read the memory off of objects, which read is neat. Read the memory of objects. Sick as hell. That feels like it's very overpowered, but I don't know enough about yeah. memory. Yeah, I think I think in the manga we only see like we only see like a brief flash of Karapika writing the note while while Krolo is like chained up with him. So it seems like it only works for like a moment in time. At least that's kind of like the impression I'm getting from it. It's not anything that's like really explained. That's just okay. what's shown. That's wonderful. I like that. That's a cool power. Mm-hmm. Girl boss yeah. Pakinoda. Yeah. But in like in both the in both the anime versions, it's just like Pakunoda just remembers Krolo being captured without like any indication of how she noticed that, which is a little funky to me. Yeah, I mean, I did just fully like think she was just kind of sitting there being like strategic, like, oh, so I guess like the boss was over there. So she did this. That's so funny, though, that like the manga specifically like, oh, yeah, she uh, 
had this like crazy power that she used for a hot second there, which I mean, it's related to her other powers. So it like mm-hmm. make, you know, it's not that far of a reach. I feel like to be like, oh yeah, she also has this cool other thing added to it. But you know, would really suck if we never have to see her use mm-hmm. this power ever again. <laughs> I'm just putting this out there right now. It sure suck would. If we never got to see her use this again. Um, so the scene continues. Um, uh, Nobunaga has called all his friends and they're coming. They're on their way. They show up. Um, they show up and they're like, hey, where the fuck is the boss? What's going on? And he's like, well, you know, they've been captured and Paku has been told not to speak. So, you know, that's an issue. Um, before this, do we get the car scene? Do we get the, uh, the Karapika car scene. We do. We also get a little scene. So I have baby phantoms written down because oh, I know we get see. that little like flashback. Pakunota kind of goes back in her oh, mind palace. Oh, she goes back into her mind palace. I and thought like, this was a little later. And she th- she thinks about the young phantoms yeah. and how Krolo was like, you know, if uh, the the spider's important, like you know, the the head is very important. So you got to follow my lead and stuff. But I am not like the spider. That's all of us. And if me dying would keep more people alive like more of the spiders alive then you absolutely kill me without hesitation so Pakunoda, like this whole time is kind of tossing that over in her mind like whether or not she should just speak and tell them what she knows and use that to their advantage or whether they should save the boss because she does like she knows in her heart like she doesn't want the boss to die yeah and is this when she remembers her fortune and the two choices as well you know, I didn't write that down there, but it could very well be there. Yeah, um, she she remembers. I think it is. Yeah, at some point she remembers her fortune and that she has a choice to either um betray the phantom troop or not betray the phantom troop. So she's wondering like, okay, I can either let Trollo die or choose to save him and which version is actually like be, would actually be considered betrayal yeah she does say in this moment which is very nice she's like boss like even though like we're all the spider the spider can't function without you still mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i think yeah then then machi's like hey don't worry about it just stay quiet for now until we figure things out and then she's like okay yeah i think i do have to actually betray the phantom troop by like staying quiet in order to protect Mm -hmm. Krolo because we still need that dude I did like like Machi just you know they're dating but like (laughs) I I did like I wrote down that she was like super observant to be like oh yeah like obviously like that like um the original troop members all have that kind of like connection so I think that's cool um I think from there we do go to the car because what I wrote down next is another look from Karapika because he's dressed as the receptionist again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is where we go to the car with uh mm-hmm. with with Krolo all chained up. And um, mostly what I remember from the scene, gonna be honest, is uh, Karapika being like, or uh, Krolo being like, "Oh, I didn't think the chain user was a woman," and Karapika being like, "You shouldn't judge on appearances." It takes his wig off, and I'm like, "Ah, he's trans." Yeah. <laughs> oh, gender. I was very excited by this. Karapika says gender, and 
Crollo goes, damn, you're right. <laughs> Crollo's like, shit, you're so right. <laughs> um, so this scene's actually crap because, like, damn, you didn't even ask my pronouns. Right! <laughs> and Crollo get dubs a smug face and says, what about it? <laughs> Crollo has the smuggest fucking face this entire car ride. It's really actually does. so funny. He's like, I don't give a shit. You think you got me? If I die, I don't give a fuck about death and melody's like shit he's kind of right yeah yeah crop is he's just kind of like oh you guys think you're on equal footing with me that's funny hmm i'm so smart and crop is like i will kill you right now and he's like hmm will you now funny and crop is just like what the fuck is wrong with you and melody's just like Kropka, please his heartbeat it's fucked up <laughs> yeah Krilla's just like, oh, you think you've got a valuable hostage? Too bad. I told all of my best friends to not give a shit about me and to treat my life as meaningless, so they're definitely gonna do that. Joke's on you, fucko. I like how Krilla's heartbeat is too goth for Melody. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with his heart. Does he have, like, an arrhythmia? Melody, what do you mean he's making a sound? (laughs) It's so funny. She's like, oh, it's too fucked up, especially with Karapika's here. Like, you're super angry and he's super goth. I can't take this anymore. (laughs) Like, what do you mean it's playing a sound I can't handle? It's a heartbeat, Melody. (laughs) I, I like I love Melody and I love the just pure aesthetics of her power. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, their heartbeats sound a certain way. Even like it's a heartbeat. But like, it's just like, oh, yeah. It's super angry. It's emo. It's whatever. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know (laughs) what she means by his heartbeat is too much for me. Because it just does like a normal heartbeat sound. But then she's like, this noise. I know. It's making it. It does like a trippy visual and everything, too. It's so funny. I love how heartbeats are treated like a fingerprint for Melody, at least. I love how a heartbeat is treated like it can play its own little song in your body. Melody, mm. that's called an arrhythmia. Go to the doctor. Yeah, so this scene happens. Crollo <laughs> looks smugly out the window because he's that kind of asshole. Um, now we go back to the troop. The others have arrived. Um, the scene immediately starts off with like uh, Fink's just being like, so where's the boss? And he's like, well, he's gone. And they're like, are we going after him? And they're like, well, no. And he's like, Why? Phaeton's just kind of like, why? Yeah, Phaeton is just pushing buttons. He's just going, why? Why? Phaeton's why? Like, why? And they're like, well, because, you know, he has, he's being held hostage. And they're like, and? And he's like, well, he says he'll kill him if we go after him. He's like, so? And they're like, well, we have these hostages, so we might not have to, like, have him die. And they're like, yeah, so I don't think you understand, like, this whole spider business. Um... Doesn't matter if he dies, we go after and we kill them. And he's like, Nobunaga's like, uh-uh, no, no, don't want to do that. So they have a little bit of an argument. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they get real intense at each other. And then Shizuku's like, hey, just flip a coin, dummies. You're not supposed to be fighting. Shizuku's the most and smart then, person here ever. Yeah, Shizuku is over here just to de-escalate things just like Togashi wanted mm-hmm. I wrapped on something about Finks in this scene and I thought I knew what it was cause I remember what he there's something that comes up later I think where he gives the phone to Kilua, and that's what I thought I wrote down but that definitely hasn't happened yet 
Oh, the yeah. Are we at the oh, part? Oh no, where- yeah, it is. Yeah, no, nope, we're at the part bad. where yeah, Karapika so- calls. <laughs> yeah, Karapika calls. Finks answers the phone, and he's like, "Put one of the hostages on," and he hands it to Kiloa, and Kiloa's like, "Yeah, they were talking about going after you." No, immediately, it was. He's just like. No, he's just uh, he's like yeah. Doesn't, put them, doesn't, the hostages on the phone, and they better not be harmed. And Finks goes, "Oh, but what if we already broke their yeah, legs?" Uh-huh, 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 and yeah. is like, "That we have no business yeah. here," and immediately hangs up. And he yeah. has to like redial <laughs> the number sadly, and he's like, "Hey, um, I- I'm sorry, I was joking. That, yeah. that was a joke." And Karapika says. Put the damn hostages yeah. on the phone before I hang up again. <laughs> I don't get to see a lot of hostage negotiations, but I love yeah. the tropes that they use, and they're very fun for me. It's just so funny because the others, like, immediately yeah. just, like, punch him in the head in the background. Crabby's <laughs> yeah. just like, give the phone to Pocono, yeah. for fuck's sake. Give it to somebody smart. Um. Yeah. Also, did we did we skip over Nobunaga getting bonked? Oh, yeah, by because he's Shizuku? about to fight, and Shizuku just walks up and bonks him on Does the head. Does that happen like, yet? Will you all stop it. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, Finks is like, yeah. "Why? Well, I thought you were on his side." It's and good. She's like, "Well, like I am, but the rules are the rules. Like we're not supposed to fight, and we're supposed to solve things with a coin flip, and like you know, we're supposed to do things by the rules." But she does give him a big bonk because of it. Yeah. It's good. I always love to see people getting bonked by Blinky. It's it's always a treat. Yes, very, very much. The show needs a thousand percent more Blinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blinky should be her own member of this Phantom Troop. Right? Um, yeah, so Kropke's on the phone and it's basically like, hey Paku, you better not have told them anything or I'll kill your boss. Haha. Um, put the one of the hostages on the phone. Also, no, before this, he says, Okay, move away. From anyone that can hear you. Because Phaeton is like sneaking in the background trying to hear what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And as she like just kind of looks at him and shakes her head, he just goes. Tch. Like he just gets really mad and he just like wanders away. <laughs> so she's on top of like the balcony far away from everyone. Um, Basically, uh, Karapia is like, you're not allowed to speak to anybody. Not allowed to like tell them what's going on. Uh, you do as I say, or I kill your boss. Uh, put Nobunaga on the phone. So she wanders up, gives Nobunaga the phone, and is like, put the hostages on the phone. So he does that, and Killer is just like, yeah, we're all right. They haven't killed us yet. It's fine. And they're all here, so that's good. And he's like, cool. Uh, put Pakunoda back on the phone. <laughs> it's just like a fun game of phone keep away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is God, where... all these phone interactions are so disrespectful to Finks, and I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> this is good. so funny. He had one shot and immediately fucked up, so he's not allowed to have phone yeah. booty anymore. <laughs> no, so Pakunoda, Karapka basically explains to Pakunoda, like, okay, well, all of the others are going to go back to their hideout. You are going to come to this location alone, and if you don't, I will kill your boss. And when you come to this location, without telling them or being followed, I will give you a new set of instructions. <clears throat> and you're not allowed to tell anybody where you're going. Uh, Nobunaga has already been given orders to tell everyone to go home, so just go to where you're supposed to be. Everything will be chill. So she's like, cool. Cool. And just kind of wanders out. And Finks is like, hey, where are you going? I'm going to break all your bones. 
And Nobunaga's like, no, 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 no. Just let her go. We're going home. Everything's chill. Everything's good. Everything's fine. I think they go back to the base first, right? No, they don't all go back. She has to go back. She has to go to um the location alone. She's not allowed to talk to them. Okay, but I thought there was the scene where they're in the hideout and Gilo and Gon are there, and then she has to walk them out. And uh, this is not at that point. Yet. She goes and visit Krolo's before. Um, that's where she gets the chain. So yeah, she, that's oh, not okay. there. She does yet. it back. She walks a lot in this episode. I, I think that's that, right. She walks back and forth. Nope. That yeah, you're so yeah. right. I just I, know I, we're coming up on the end of the episode here. Yeah, and... I think. Yeah, I think Pakunoda goes off on her own, and yeah, then everyone and then else back goes up. back you're to the so hideout right. first because then we see Hisoka. We see Hisoka again, and he's getting up to some shenanigans, and that's around where the episode ends. <clears throat> he's getting so horny, he has to call his friend Ilumi like, and be like, "Hey, guess how horny I am?" Like, Dude, and Ilumi is like, "Uh, god damn it!" Yeah, you need to get over here and like chill so that i can go like you know fight the boss and Illumi's like eh, i've known you a little bit longer than crollo so yeah no problem he's like i've been edging for like so long i i definitely will get my nut on this night like it'll definitely will, happen nothing will stand between me and that nut he's because like there's definitely gonna be a big gigantic fight at the end of the episode i know how shonen <laughs> anime goes i'm gonna be able to fight the boss at, at the end of this arc like a big shonen fight he says while eating cereal and nothing will ever ruin this. <laughs> Togashi would. Hisoka says Togashi wouldn't let me down. Right, an anticlimax that would be so sad. I would hate that. Haha. Um. So he's sitting there being fiendish and having body doubles. Um. Pakunoda is just sadly walking through the rain, thinking about how much she loves the boss and mm. loves all her family, which me is too. very cute. Um. And then she goes to a fucking airfield with a bunch of blimps, walks onto one of them, and the episode says, like, has a voiceover of, like, her thinking what the instructions are. One of them is just Kropia saying, go to a blimp. The air person already knows where to go. <laughs> Kropia already paid one of these people <laughs> to fly them wherever he wants. So she gets on, uh, on the blimp. We see Karapika with his chains all around Krolo and standing there being like, sup, let's negotiate. I'm not mad at all. I'm not shaking with anger. Mm, I'm laughing, actually. I'm so normal. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Sure is. Yeah. All right. So. Well, I hope nothing <laughs> crazy will happen in the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Huntipedia is Pakanota, but I, there wasn't anything super like funny or anything. Did it say that she's a big lesbian? <laughs> Mm, it did not, unfortunately. Cowards. They did not canon confirm that, but we know it in our hearts. We know it in our hearts, but I wish they wouldn't be cowards about That's it. That's right. All right. So, next episode. Pakanota mm-hmm. gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happens is Karapika is just like, hey, you like chains? And Pakanota's like, not really. And he's like, That's fine. And stabs <laughs> Pakanota in the heart with one and says, Okay, well. If you use your nan at all or like do anything that would break our deal, uh, you're going to die. And yeah. also I'll kill the boss. So that's cool. Yeah. Correct. Because it's just like, hey, I have conditions for both of you. You'd better agree to them or this <laughs> negotiations going nowhere. And Pakanoda. This motherfucker's I, getting Yeah. It. And Pakanoda, to her credit, is like, yeah, OK, I'll deal. Yep. She's like, uh-huh. Sure thing. I love that. 
he can set conditions for other people. Totally. Like, I love how it can just straight up be like, okay, so I'm going to give you a bunch of rules that only, like, work for me, and you have no say in this, and they just have to be like, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, all right. Judgment Chain is kind of OP. Yeah. It only works on a collective 13 people, but <laughs> it kind of OP. So No, I think Judgment Chain just has to be activated with the Nen, right? I mean, I think he's only going to use yeah. it on them. But Judgment, that's the one yeah. that he only sets to oh, when my eyes are red. It. He can use yeah, it. He can, yeah, he, he can, can use, use Judgment on Chain on anyone. Oh. Yeah. Well, Judgment Chain is now better. I don't know why it's so OP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's free to use... Yeah, it's just unbreakable chains that... Uh... <laughs> if it's free to use, it has no cost whatsoever other than you being very angry. I don't... He can do it on command now. He can do it on command! <laughs> he always angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a secret, Captain. He can do it on command. Yeah. He sure can. It's just because Emperor Time is so OP and definitely doesn't have any drawbacks that might become relevant later. Hmm, it's absolutely fine. not. It definitely doesn't have a massive toll on your body, nearly make you go blind, cause you to pass out. Um, so he does that and he's like, okay, well, the conditions are you can't use any of your... Can't use any of your powers. Can't, like, talk to the Phantom Troop or do any of that shit. Um, if you do any of this, your boss will die. Also, your boss is not allowed to use Nen either, so that's cool. Haha. -ha. Um, so I want you to go back to your hideout. Uh, grab the kids. Grab my friends. Grab the children. Leave. Uh, somehow survive leaving, just walking in and taking the children and leaving. Yeah, it's true thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally normal and fine. Yeah, it, all your friends will say, okay, bye. Your friends are going to be totally on board with this. Don't They're worry gonna about so it. They're going to be so chill and happy by it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, I do just want to, like, clearly lay out the conditions that Karapika oh, yeah. set on both of them Absolutely. because they're important. Um, he, he made it so that Krolo can't use Nan or have any further contact with any <laughs> member of the Phantom Troop. <laughs> so that's neat. Just, just taking that boy Absolutely. right out of the equation. Um, and he set the conditions on Paku Pakunoda that uh, she can't reveal any details about Karapika, and that Gon and Kiloa have to be uh, not hostaged anymore by midnight. Great conditions. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so... I do want to mention Karapika does have his whole, like, big self-doubt moment where he, like, is standing in front of Pakinoda and he hasn't done the chain or anything yet. He's just like, these are the gonna be the conditions. And then he, like, freezes up and he's like, is this the right thing to yeah. do? Like, I, you know, like, I'm kind of in this position now. Like, his conclusion is, I'm yeah. in this position now. I kind of have to get myself out of this because, like, the boys are over there and everything. But, like... Yeah, like... Yeah, he's really stuck between, like, getting revenge, murdering all the phantom troops, or just, like, doing this hostage exchange and getting his friends back. And he's like, damn, I really can't, like, lose anyone else at this point. I kind of have to, kind of have to put my revenge mm -hmm. aside. Damn my trauma about losing all my friends and family. Damn it all. Mm -hmm. A little moment of growth for him. I would have maybe chosen not to yeah. have my moment of self-doubt while I'm pointing my big knife at somebody, but you know. It all works out. It works out fine. <laughs> it works yeah. fine. It's great. And then and then we get a little melody monologue about how Karapi uh, about how conflicted Karapika is feeling, and he's feeling that way because, you know, both he and Pakunoda are 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 
motivated by the same thing right now. They just want to have their friends back. Yeah, I like that moment. <laughs> Thank you, Melody. In this tense hostage, hostage situation. Thank you, Melody. Friends are important. I love Melody being like, you know, Crollo's over here and he really does believe all that shit about, you know, like the, the spiders will live on. He doesn't care about death. But Kakunoda, Kakunoda's here to help her friend. And I respect that. Melody is in an entirely different situation right now. <laughs> like all of them are sitting here like, this is a dangerous hostage situation. Any of us could die at any moment. I have to be very careful. Melody's just like, damn, friends are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Melody's just like, yeah. damn, we all love to have friends. Melody's just like, damn, I love my friends so much. <laughs> damn, I love being mentally healthy. <laughs> we love Melody. Uh, Melody is the strongest character in Hunter Hunter because she understands the power of friendship the most. That's Melody right. is the only character to get the message of Hunter Hunter immediately. <laughs> Melody's like, damn, I hope everyone else realizes the themes of Hunter Hunter in in time to not fuck everything up. In time to not do something weirdly dangerous with a condition on their nen. Hmm. Um Yeah, so Pakunoda returns home. Time to get the kids. Um Does This is where Krapia calls uh we're Karapia calls Shalnark's phone, right? We get a little bit before that. Um, so okay. The 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 polycule is fighting. They don't. Yeah, they're like, mad. You know, they're very bad. They're, they're big, big mad. mad. Um, and then uh, Gone like breaks out of his chains, just like busting out, and he's like, "Um, you guys are dumb. You can get your friend back and give me back. Karapika will keep his word. Like it's fine." And then Kilawa sees that Gone broke out of his chains and just kind of breaks out of his too, and he's just like, "Yeah, I mean, it'll be fine if you just do what he says." Yeah, that seems incredibly funny because, like, Phaeton's just in the background, like, revving up his nen real quick, and Fink says to be like, buddy, calm down. Because they're, they're, they're 12. It's buddy, fine. please, they're 12. <laughs> buddy, come on. Yeah, so, Pagano's. Yeah, and I, I, I love that Franklin is the it's one wonderful. to sort of talk everyone down. He's just like, uh,. You know, he gets a very wise moment. Yeah, Franklin is like, "Hey, if we keep fighting with each other and turn in on ourselves, then that'll be the actual worst outcome. So we should just like let Pakunoda do her thing and try to save Krolo, even if it means like some of us has have to die. Like the troop will still stay together." Mm-hmm. I love how this is really demonstrating, like. The, a the divisions in the troop of like how everyone interprets their relationship to the boss and b how like everyone interprets like what's most important for the troop and they're like different points of views yeah i think this is just very effective for fleshing out the phantom troop like really quickly mm-hmm. for sure especially because and it's, also like, an like ensemble of like 12 people so that's really hard to do yeah yeah and like Really, it 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 really is good at building tension because it's like okay, here's all the way, yeah, like you know these different motivations that everyone have could cause things to go really wrong, but in the end, like everyone ends up going with their with their better instincts, and that's why like things don't blow up in the end. They really are so cool, and like um. It's interesting because you have like, you know, like on the 
good side there's always people just like arguing but not doing anything and then they're like petty shit gets in the way yeah. of each other's stuff like in i don't know just in different moments but then the phantom troop it's always like they have a lot of intensity because you feel at times like they're gonna pop off and like fight in fight and like actually hurt one another and they never ever do except like nobunaga like hisuka like um it's always just like, oh, you know what? You're right. We can calm down and like we'll flip a coin and we're still going to act in all of our best interests, even if it's a compromise. Like they're like, yeah. <laughs> they're a lot better at compromise than we see yeah. anyone else being. And I, like, that's super interesting. And um, yeah, they're my favorite. Also, like once again, I'm really appreciating like Franklin's role in the troop just as being like sort of a mediator yeah. that everyone shuts up and listens to. He's just like I love how we've seen him like that he isn't like just like the calm type. Like he pops off random yeah. times too. He does actually want to fight people all the time. Mm -hmm. But also like whenever it's like something super serious, he's always just kind of like, "Now, guys, how about we hold on for a second? Yeah. And let's just talk out our feelings real quick. It's real simple. We do. Yeah. I mean, we Hello, see a lot Franklin. of them get different moments of having that too, which I like. I mean, we see Franklin, I think, multiple times, but there's like times where Shalnark is the one to be like, hey, guys, come on, let's chill out. And like, um, yeah. Shizuku, like, you know, <laughs> doing like the one hit kill on Nobunaga to be like, look, we can't infight. Like, you know, we got to stick to the rules. Like, we're yeah. not going to all break up over this. Like, it's very cool how much you can see it all means to them. Like, having the spiders and having the phantom troop live on. Like, they're willing to squash their beefs to, like, yeah. keep that going. And, yeah, and this is, like, cutting ahead to the end a little bit. But, like, throughout these episodes, Sphinx is always the one who's, like the most ready to throw down, the most ready to, like, abandon, like, abandon Crollo and, like, you know, go against the mm -hmm. the rest of the troop. But, like, I think that makes it so much meaning more meaningful that, like, in the end, he's the one to be like, hey, we're not fighting anymore when we see him in the last scene with Gonin Kilua. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, it's very cool that, like, Finks and Phaeton are, like, the most prone to, like, wanting to just do violence, just being like, let's just go fucking kill them. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's That's what just, we're here yeah. for. And, like, we aren't there yet, but their last scene is just them, like, out casually, just kind of, like, chilling and being like, you know, we did get, like, the final message of our friend was, like, please just, like, just, just chill a bit, me and chill. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll chill. That's fine. Like, I just love how it's not like they're immediately like, oh, fuck, we have to go out and just start murdering people. There's like, we can take this time to relax. It's fine. Yeah. They're good. Yep. So now this is where... Yep. Um, this is where they answer Sean Ark's phone. Yeah, this is where Sean Ark gets a fun little ringy-ding-ding -ding on his cool little phone. Um, It's it's Kropika again. He's just kind of like, hey, put that idiot on the phone. <laughs> and... Tosses the phone to Finks and Finks is like, yo, what? And he's like, hey, put the hostages on the phone again. <laughs> We're playing the phone game again. <laughs> so he puts on the phone and is like, did, yeah. did they talk? Oh, yeah. Also, like, yeah, uh, 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 Finks throws the phone to, uh, is this where Finks throws the phone to? He throws it to uh, Gone and Gone catches I forget it. Who. Yeah. Shalnark's like, hey! Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shalnark's so mad. He's hey, just like, don't... no! <laughs> <laughs> And so, I really like the idea. I want to know if this phone is, like, a real phone that he had decked out to, like, 
be looking like this and have needles attached to it, or if this phone is made by Nen and can also just receive calls. I don't, it's, we know he's a manipulator. I okay. think that's yeah, pretty far away from Conjurer. So I think it's <laughs> more likely to phone? be uh, Where do you get a real this object. It's probably just like who I knows. Mean, I think it'd be really funny if it's just like a shitty flip phone. Like, he bought just like phone. a dumb phone and just and yeah. like they're tossing it around. He's like, no, that thing could break. And they're like, can you get get a new one? And he's like, yeah, but I'll have to put all my shit back <laughs> yeah. on it. And like, I'll have to give it. It could break. It's I'll have to get below. <laughs> it wasn't cheap installing those cool devil wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's more worried about the mods breaking than the phone. Yeah, he's like if you break one of my devil wings, I'll cry. <laughs> Yeah, so hands the phone to Gon. Gon's just like, yeah, we're good. Uh, Pacano didn't tell them anything. They're all here. It's fine. He tosses the phone back to Finks and Shalnark yells again. <laughs> Shalnark's like, bro, <laughs> please, my phone. Um, This is where they basically all decide that, yeah, Pacanota, you can take your damn kids. <laughs> take your damn kids. Get out of here. Um, The whole time, he's because, like in the background looking fine and regular and normal. Totally mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Totally normal. Totally, he's uh, definitely him. Yes. Um, definitely not Illumi having an inner monologue about how he can only keep his face like this for four or five hours without needles. I love in how it. they added that because I was sitting here just kind of like he's facing with his back turned to a lot of the other Phantom True members. How does he look like that right now? <laughs> and then later he was just kind of like, I can only do this for about four or five hours without needles, and I'm just like, oh, thanks, Illumi. Wonderful. <laughs> Just thank you, Lumi, <laughs> for that lo- wonderful little bit of news. Um, yeah, so Pakanota takes her damn kids and wanders through the damn rain. The rain is very important. The rain is very important that they all walking through the damn rain. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all wandering to the airship. Uh, as Pakanota is getting closer, Karapika is just like, damn, it's them. They're on their way. Uh, Melody, can you confirm? And Melody's like, yeah, it looks like it's them. And then Leora's like, yeah, it looks like it's them. Wait a minute. Who's that? <laughs> As is getting a call on his phone. And he's just like, hey, Leora's like, wait a minute, is that? And then he's goes on the phone like, hello. He's like, hey. He goes, hi, it's me. He's coming in to throw wrenches around like confetti. And everyone's, everyone's like, like, damn. Everyone's just like, god damn it. Get out of here, Hisuka. You're causing problems. I hate this fucking clown. Yeah, no, Paco's so funny because she's not allowed to talk to any of the other members. But the first thing she does is like, what are you doing here? She's just like at me like, bro. And he's just like, don't worry. I'm not part of the spiders. It's fine. Also, I have a body double. And she's just like, bro, what the fuck? So he's like, don't worry. I'm not going to ruin you guys' deal. I just want to fight and kill the boss. It's all right. And Crappy's like, uh, it's I don't know, and he's like, "By the way, if you don't let me on that ship, I will kill Gon and Killua." So, haha. And then he thinks to him, so he's like, "Not really. That would be such a waste." He's like, "I'm just kidding." He says, <laughs> he says "Ain't I a stinker?" <laughs> um. So they're all heading out. They all get on their damn airship on the damn balloons, ruining the fucking goddamn green Earth with their damn balloon emissions. Mm. And fly all the way to a random plateau. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Somewhere. They're just on a plateau somewhere. Yep. Uh, they they probably the same place they killed Uvagin. No, not you, Uvagin, but where Uvagin like killed all the mob people. 
I don't know where the fuck this city is located. <laughs> it seems like it's located in the most desolate fucking place on Earth. It's York New City. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, New York City, known for being near the most desolate place on Earth. That's right. Uh-huh. You know what? The continents are all mixed up in this world. Maybe, like, Northeast U.S. is just, like, closer to the equator now, and that's why it's desert. Maybe York New City is in Arizona, and Arizona just looks like that. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Makes you think. Mm. I like to think that Togashi never actually looked at a map of the United States. He just saw the Grand Canyon yeah. once and he heard about New York and he's like, they must be in the same place, right? Yeah, it's one country. How big could it be? <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of like America can't be that big. If they have a city that size and also a Grand Canyon, they got to be close to each other. They got to. Togashi's like, Northeast, Southwest, it's all the same to me. Mm-hmm. Just, we have a Northeast and Southwest and they aren't that far apart. <laughs> America <laughs> chuckles softly. Yeah. Yeah, Chuckles I mean, and... it's an airship. It's pretty fast. It's yeah, fine. it's, it's no, airships are known for being very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they, they touch down their two damn airships far apart from each other and they do like the switcheroo, the switcheroony. Yeah. Um, Gon and Killo walk past Crollo. Crollo keeps walking, walks past Pakanoda. Uh, they share like not a silent look, but the vibes you can tell. Mm-hmm. They're silently being like, yeah. Pakanoda's like, "Damn, boss, I'm glad you're okay." And boss is like, "Bro, what the fuck?" Boss is like, "You are <laughs> a bitch, and I hate you." <laughs> the boss is just like, "I gave you guys one damn job. <laughs> that balloon better be packed to the brim with spiders." <laughs> Maybe not like our spiders, but spiders of any kind. So, so there better be some spiders. I on better there. at least see a daddy long leg in there. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking lose it if I don't. So uh the boss is just kind of standing on the other side of the plateau now. Um Krabby's like, okay, Pakanota, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay and hang out. Um I'm just gonna hang out and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, so Grabka and the boys are leaving. Lario gives Gon a high five. He's like, hell yeah, what a fun adventure. They're all... Yeah. It rules. I appreciate the high five. <laughs> I appreciate that Lario doesn't seem bothered by what happened tonight at all. Yeah. <laughs> normal normal activities <laughs> He's for like, hunters. Yeah, you know. So they're all they're all leaving and Gon is just like, wow, should we really leave like Hisaka and the boss to fight? And Grabka's like, no, no, it's going to be great. Watch this. Uh, Hisaka strips. He yeah. takes off his shirt, and he says, "Okay, boss, let's go. Let's fucking fight." And the boss is just kind of like staring at him. He's like, "Oh, oh, you think I'm part of your group? Uh, don't worry, it's fine." He takes off his back tattoo, which turned out to be a stick-on tattoo that mm-hmm. you get at a carnival. Yeah, and he says, "I have no need for this. So now that I'm not a spider, your silly rules don't apply. We can fight to our heart's content." Let's go. Let's fucking throw down. Let's fucking go. I am so horny right now. Yeah, and Carlos just like, oh, you know what's then- cool is since you're not a Phantom Troop member, I can talk to you and I can tell you <laughs> that I don't have an N anymore. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm in chastity. Krapika <laughs> walks away. <laughs> he holds up this hand and he's like, look, I have a purity bracelet. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. saving myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I promised myself to another. <laughs> And we get one of the greatest Hisaka faces in the world. Oh, it's wonderful. We see him go from incredibly smug to yep. just like this blank black and white expression. 
He's been edging so long for this, and it just got completely ruined. It got destroyed in a single instant. Crowley's is just like, oh, <laughs> I have no powers. The fight wouldn't be fun for you. And he's just like, eh. <laughs> no one has ever been cock-blocked so hard as Hisuka in this moment. <laughs> Hisuka... The blue ball is real. <laughs> What's really funny about this scene is, I think Hisuka is the only one in the show to go to therapy. For one reason. Uh-huh. Remember in the Hunter exam where he was going to fight uh, Kropka and Leorio and they said, do you want our badge? And he said, all right, that's fine. And he got like real weird by a tree for about eight hours mm-hmm. and then we're going to kill the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good, has been edging to fight this man for like the last three months. And he's just like, sorry, I can't fight you, bro. And he's just like, well, okay. Well, it kind of just pans away. We don't know if he went on a, a nice spree <laughs> through York City after that. <laughs> if Pakernoto was sitting on the <laughs> for eight hours while he's the guy just sat there and looked weird. He's just leaning against the dock like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. He's the guy was putting out the horny vibes, trying to trying to leak them out of his system. Like, I got to sweat this one out or I'm going to go crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to sweat this one out or I'm going to blow up that whole air shit. <laughs> Horrible. This is why I think he's because the only one to uh, actually go to therapy. Because I also want to point out the time uh, when the entire Phantom Troop was like ransacking the city and doing a fun time and blowing things up. He's the guy who never participated in the murder and fun. You'd think he would want to kill at least one or two cronies for funsies just to keep his senses sharp. I think it just bores him now. Well, he he doesn't want to blow yeah, his yeah. load, you yeah, know. Yeah. He he wants he, he wants to keep that edging up as long as possible. Either he's attended some good sex therapy to learn how to hold his edge, or he got really good at it overnight. But I'm just saying, he's is one of the few characters to experience true character growth. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Gone stole his badge, and he's like, "Oh shit, this bloodlust is actually becoming a problem. I need to like, you know." <laughs> he went to seek help. <laughs> he called Alumi on the phone. He's like, "Hey, oh my god." So, Are you suggesting a Lumi taught him to edge? Yes. I hate that. A <laughs> <laughs> Lumi is an assassin who has to hide his his bloodlust and intent to kill for so long until the single best moment to strike. I know, he but I definitely th- taught Hisaka how to edge. Bad, bad and but awful. But true. Yeah, I can't really fight you on it. Uh huh. I'm just. You see. I'm here with the big brain takes. I'm just kind of mad about it. I just like remembering the time that was weird at a tree for about eight hours. Yeah, no, that was a wonderful time. Remember when he went the big <laughs> weird noise of, hey! <laughs> That's my favorite part! Bring that Hisuka back. <laughs> I know. I like, love season one Hisuka. Just like, I'm absolutely sorry. manic about it. <laughs> Bad take about Hisuka and the weird pervert clown. Yeah. But Hisuka running through the woods directly at a man going, hey! <laughs> Is, top 10 anime moments is by far one of the greatest moments of his career and mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything as good since honestly he's chilled out and i need you to be hmm. yes hmm. you know what you know what i think i think maybe oh, with Frollo, it went beyond just horniness oh, i think no. hisuka fell in love and hisuka? then had his heart broken well he was gonna kill him so he probably would have gotten his heart broken either way i mean it's a dangerous kind of love. No, the, for for Hisuka, killing him is the is the culmination of his romantic feelings. It's the ultimate kind of love. Oh, this is some Hannibal Will Graham bullshit. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is some toxic bullshit. We love that. We we stand a toxic <laughs> couple. Um, we do. 
So Hisoka basically gets back yeah, on the that's phone why with Pacano. Yeah, and that's Pacano's why he doesn't like, have. Like, that's why he doesn't have the 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 weird horny vibes anymore. It's because he he just got broken up with, and he's really depressed. <laughs> he he settled down, and he was ready to settle down. Like maybe have a few murder kids, and then Krollo was just like, no. And then Hisoka's like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I just, be on, I'll just be on the blimp. I, that's why I'm just gonna go. With all right. Well, whatever. <laughs> so he gets back on the blimp and Pacano is like, are you, are you done? Did you like kill him? He's like, no, we can leave. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about play it. play with you anymore. <laughs> he says, Toy Story 1, I don't want to play with you anymore. And he texts, texts Illumi and says, okay, you can leave now. <laughs> like, I'm done. You can leave. And Illumi's like, great. How do I get out of here? <laughs> Illumi has to get out of there. There are like. 12 spiders in there and he's just like okay I'm yeah just but they don't really like looking or interacting with Hisoka so he could probably just leave and they wouldn't really notice or care <laughs> they'd be like the horny is still flowing off of him <laughs> <laughs> could Illumi match that horny energy if one of them went to talk to him yes could he match that yes okay <laughs> if you're gonna tell me that he's the edge expert and taught Hisoka how to do his thing I, I can you know. say he can match his horny energy when he needs to. I, I'm saying that Illumi is good at edging. I don't know if Illumi has horny energy, is all I'm saying. I think he can turn it on. He doesn't have not horny energy. He has something. He has, he has something. That is true. It's definitely horny in a currency I don't accept, but like... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it could be there for somebody certainly it, it's around and <laughs> it is um expressing itself sure um uh, yeah, anyway so. do we want to do we want to get away from this very unwholesome conversation and talk about how pakunoda said hello to a cat i'm in love with pakunoda i love pakunoda fucking st- she's just She's just going home. She's gonna go back to meet the Phantom Troop. Uh, she knows what's about to fucking happen, and she just stops to say meow to a little kitty she sees on the street. Kitty. And it's like, oh, Pakunoda, much like the Squala death. I love flags. you too much. Like, Don't do I did. It. She did do the meow, and I was like, oh, she's gonna die. I love how this she's is about like, to die. <laughs> she's not allowed to talk to anybody, so you know that like she saw the cat and was like, you're the one creature I can talk to. So meow. <laughs> So she was the last thing yeah. she could talk to before she uh, redacted. Um, she was yeah. allowed to Aww. talk to them, right? No. Just not reveal anything about Karapika. I thought only only Krollo has the condition yeah. that he can't talk to yeah. anybody. Oh, I thought she wasn't allowed to talk to him or use her name. No. No. She's, she's, no. That's only yeah, with, Krollo. Okay. Yeah, with, with Pakunoda, her conditions were she had to return the hostages and she's not allowed to reveal any information about Karapika. That's why specifically what she does kills her. Oh, I thought not. it was when she fires the bullet it happens. No, because okay. you can see her charging up her nen when she's doing the, the I... bullets. Anyways, yeah, let's actually get to that scene. <laughs> yeah, so she gets yeah. back and Binks is just like, so... Where's the boss as he cracks every finger in his knuckle somehow by just flexing? Yep. Um, Me when I wake up in the morning. Just by flexing? Yeah. Okay, weird. Um, <laughs> you have arthritis, whatever. Um, so he says, so where's the boss as he like cracks every one of his fingers and is like, think carefully about your answer. And she's like, say, do you guys trust me? As she like loads her gun and they're like, maybe. <laughs> and she's like, that's great. Yeah. 
Uh, she's loading her gun. Finks is like, yo, what are you going to do? Hey, 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 are you, are you being controlled right now? I could kill you. And Nobunaga's like, yo, just trust her, bro. It's fine. Yeah. And I do want to, I do want to like do another yes. quick cut to the manga right here because apparently Finks doesn't know about her power because like, you know, he has a little thought bubble that's just like a gun. So he apparently he doesn't know what that's for. I don't think the rest of them for. really had either because when she pulled it out to shoot um, Nobunaga in the head earlier, she was um, or I forget who else was there, Cordopi and someone else. Um, but she pulls it out. Yeah, it, yeah, it was no, Nobunaga and Cordopi. Oh, it's just them two. Yeah, but like she pulls it out and she points it at him and she's like, "I can stop if you guys are scared." And they're like, "No, like I trust you." But it doesn't seem like they actually knew about it before that point. I think it's an ability she might have recently developed. That's true too. Like we don't know anything about her backstory for obvious reasons, but it's part of again why I love her. She's so just like strong and silent. Like you know, I liked that she developed the Nen bullet so that like you know for moments like this where she's just like, "Yeah, I don't really want to." explain so here you go i like the idea that she wouldn't necessarily tell people about that either because she just i mean it's just not relevant to the story you know yeah it's just not relevant for her journey yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so she has a thought to herself she's like six shots like including all the founding members that are here it's enough for each of them so here we go baby mm-hmm. she's like do you trust me yeah, and Finks is like, hey, what the heck? Are you being manipulated right now? And Nobunaga's like, chill out, buddy. It's Pakunoda. We trust her. That's and right. <laughs> she's like loading the shots and she's just kind of smiling. She's like, thank you guys. Smiling like, serenely. She's smiling serenely. She's fine. Um, She's like, thank you guys. Uh, Here we go. And Finks just has this like look of like going from like fear to realization to like sadness in a quick shot. And he's like, Oh no, mm-hmm. I know what's about to happen. Me too. Mm-hmm. So Pakanota fires all the bullets and as it hits each of the Phantom Troop members, the judgment chain around her heart stabs her, killing her instantly. Um, Finks, we go into Finks's brain, but it's assumed everyone has this, that they're all seen into her mind palace about everything that happened. And... She told them everything. Mm-hmm. And there's their dying dying mm-hmm. wish. She told them everything to let them know. Yeah. She's a comes up and kind of brushes the hair out of her eyes and it's like, oh, she's dead. And I'm like, oh no. This, oh. This is so sad. Oh, and Fix no. is like, you know, yeah, she is dead, but it's all right. She told us what she needed to in the end. And like it goes to explain it to the non-founding members of the troop. <sighs> So, rip to Pakanoda, you were a real one. She really was a real one. She was a real one. We all we all loved her. Yeah. Um, Main fucking character of these literally. episodes. Main goddamn <laughs> character is already dead and we still have half an episode to go. Um, we cut from here to Karapika's dying. Yeah, Karapika's fucking dying. Karapika stood out in the damn rain too long and now he's dying. So, that's what you get for not getting an umbrella, young man. Mm-hmm. Um... He's very sick. He's come down with the Zuko from Avatar Last Airbender Illness where he had to make one choice and nearly dies from it. (laughs) Um, All his friends are there. Melody, Lario, Zepile, who he's definitely met. They're all attending to him. Um, Gone's in the other room just kind of like monologuing about how sad he is his friend is dying and how, well, I hope he can move on and everything. And Kilo is just like, okay. Yeah, specifically... 
No, Gon is happy that yeah, his Gon friend is dying says, because like, that means he won't be able to keep doing revenge. It's so wonderful. He's like, yeah, I, uh, I hope he doesn't get better soon or something. And Grappy or Killua is like, yeah, wait, what? And Gon's like, yeah. yeah, he needs to be off his feet for a while because if he gets back on his feet, he's just going to go straight back after the Phantom Troop and that's probably going to kill him. <laughs> that really is going to fucking knock him out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, good thing his power has no side effects whatsoever, unforeseen or anything. Totally seems normal. And no fine. kickbacks mm-hmm. on the body whatsoever. Um, he's explaining, he's like, yeah, I've come to like the thought that like, well, his power probably isn't like the best for killing the Phantom Troop. He probably had like another original goal. Like if he wanted like a power to kill them, he could have chosen like anything else that seems stronger. And Kill was like, no, no, it seems pretty suited to kill them. Seems great, actually. Seems perfect for it. Yeah, he's like, actually. well, yeah, if it Seems was just like- one guy, but since there's 12 of them, he needs to be able to get information, and this is a good way to do it. He goes like, oh, torture. okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to do torture. Um, And then Killua's like, anyways, back to our side plot. What about our video game? Yeah, Killua's like, remember Greed Island, the thing that we're yeah, here to do all time. along? And Gon says, oh, yeah, about my plan. Um... It's about like a 50-50 shot. And Kill was like, didn't you say it was 70% last time? And Gon's like, did I? (laughs) That sounds weird. It's about 50-50 now. Anyways. (laughs) So Gon explains the plan to Kill and Kill goes, yeah, completely completely off screen. I'm so mad you don't get it at all. Mm, We'll get it soon. Um, I know. Like, I realized that because I like, you know, the intro to the next episode, but like, it's so fucking funny that this whole thing has been about Greed Island, and in the last part of the final episode, they're like, oh, we're gonna go do the plan now, and they do not tell it to you. I love how Togashi does these, like, intros into the next arc, because it's so funny how it's just kind of like, this has been simmering on the back burner for a while, and now during the time where Karapika is dying in the other room... <laughs> Kill and go like, oh fuck, our video game. Oh shit. Yeah. It's a good thing Kill Karapika is dying yeah. right now so we can go get our video game. That's so right. Thank God we can go get our video game. Um, so they go and explains it off screen and Kill's like, damn, that sounds great actually. It seems like we have an 80% chance shot. And Gone's like, damn, my bad at math. <laughs> Um, I do want to point out Killua was dressing in this scene. It was a yeah, new outfit. Killua was in another prep outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, Styling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like a nice like short sleeve over, under a like button down or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it looked it was, good. It was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. He's always dressing. Yeah. He has to outshine his boyfriend who wears the same combo of knee-high boots, <laughs> short shorts, a green jacket, and a black tank top every single yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. That I don't think he's ever shouted. I, res- I respect Kilua in a graphic tee and button down. We all good luck. Kilua. It's very good. And then the next scene, they're both dressing because they both do put on some fancy little suits. Gon got a new outfit. Hell yeah. We're back in Tux's, baby. Heck Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're back in Tux's, and I'm finally getting some auction content. Finally. So they're heading to the auction site. Zeppile is like in the background, but he disappears right after that. It's very funny. Yeah, it gives him uh, some quick instructions. He's like, okay, go to auction house B and you guys should be fine. You're both 12. It's fine. It's whatever. It's totally cool. Uh, so they wander to the auction house. They go in. They're wandering down the stairs to find their seats. And they pass by um, they pass by a familiar duo hmm. of Finks and Phaeton, also in bespoke tuxes. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> they both just like look at each other, just like, uh, 
They're just giving just like, oh. And Gon and Killer just like dash out of the room as fast as they can. And Gon's just like, what are they doing here? (laughs) And so as they're running, uh, Finks and Phaeton easily catch up to them and like head them off and are just kind of like, wait, wait, no, 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 don't worry. We're not here to break your necks. We're literally just here for the auction. We just like auctions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we now know that Finks and Phaeton are men of culture. Yeah. Uh huh. Which is cool and good to know. They're on a date. Uh huh. They love each other, and I think that's neat. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're like, "Oh, you're not gonna kill us?" And he's like, "Well, we can't." And they're like, "Well, why not?" And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, the boss like has the judgment chain around him, and you know, we can't kill you guys, or else the judgment chain would like we can't go after the chain user right now because you know, then the chain might not deactivate." And they're like, I don't know what you mean. We 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 do get an explanation of how sometimes uh, Nen fueled by like grudges or strong emotions can stick around after death, and when it does that, it gets even more dangerous. It so rebounds. again, like at twenty volumes from now, that's going to be pretty important. Mm. Interesting. I hope this never comes up again. I like how um, we cursed him, basically. Uh huh. <laughs> I hope this never comes up again. Um. So yeah, like, basically he says, if we kill the chain user now, it could actually be, like, way worse for our boss. And as he's saying this- Then, you know, silently, internally, he's he's also like, damn, I probably shouldn't say anything about the fact that there are Nen exorcists who can remove curses like that. It's funny because he's, like, talking and just spilling the beans all about Nen, and just, like, in the background, Phaeton is just, like, giving him death glares. And he's just like, oh- you're right. Mm-hmm. I've almost explained too much about Nen Exorcists. Mm. The people <laughs> who have the ability to remove Nen curses off of people. This will never be relevant. We love foreshadowing. We love foreshadowing. Um, we do get a funny shot after this of Crollo still standing on the damn plateau. Still just standing there. And he's just like, to the east, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Remembering his fortune. I'm. He says this with so much confidence, like, well, I just have to head to the east. And I'm just like, dude, you're on a random plateau. Just straight east. He doesn't have Nen anymore, so he can't, like, reinforce his body to do cool things. He has to climb down with his bare twink hands <laughs> and just somehow wander to the east <laughs> through this damn, like, ravine. Yeah, he's got a Breath of the Wild, this shit. <laughs> Gotta climb down the cliff. I don't think he has a glider. <laughs> well, he can climb down the cliff. He just, it takes stamina. What if it rains? He'll fall down. <laughs> I, no, no. Hopefully he's close to the bottom. <laughs> he gets struck, He'll get struck by, by, lightning by lightning immediately. <laughs> Could happen. Uh, <laughs> that, that does happen. I'm just, now when I get like an entire OVA of Corolla slowly wandering back to civilization from this damn plateau. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there is, um, real quick, there is the quick scene with, like, Gon <coughs> calls, he calls her Miss Pakunoda and is, like, mm-hmm. so, like, what happened with her? And, uh, Phaeton does say that, like, she yeah. died. And then we get, like, he remembers something from her brain that she shot into him that's, like, the boy is, like, walking with her towards, you know, to to do the exchange. And Pakunoda's like, you know, why are you guys, like, still with me? Like, you could have gotten away from me pretty easily. I'm, like, 
you know, you did break my arm. I'm fairly injured. And um, <laughs> they're just like, yeah, but like, we don't want our friend to be a murderer. So like, we're going to do this exchange as easily as possible if it'll mean like, you know, everything can go smoothly. And Phaeton tells them that uh, she was really, really thankful for that to them for that, which is very sweet. Oh, yeah. Thinks, or, thinks, thinks is yeah. saying all this, not Phaeton. Names. <laughs> they both start with so yeah yeah so yeah we find out that like you know pakunoda sacrificed herself not only to protect krolo but also like for gonin kilua and it's mm-hmm. like oh no paku main character meow no. it's so cute that once again, at the end, like things just like as he's walking away from them, just kind of turns around and is like, hey, Pakunoto wanted to say something else for you guys. And they're like, what? And he's like, she wanted to thank you. And it's just. Yeah. Oh. Pakunoto is relevant to the story as like a main character for two episodes and has more <laughs> development than Leorio. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Has more emotional stakes in development than almost anyone else on the show. I mean, yeah, Uvo gains more developed than Leorio is. <laughs> <sighs> hey, the Phantom Troop's fucking good. The Phantom Troop is really, really good. We it's finished a really season. really fucking good. We finished a season. We finished a season. We're all done. <laughs> We're all done. I'm so proud of us. There's no more show after this. That's absolutely right. Should we head over to uh, Too Many Gones real quick? Thank uh, I would just uh, want to get into a quick amount of Yeah, let's do Too quick. Many Gones. Sure. <laughs> Sky. Uh-huh. Hey, how'd you like seeing Karapika? What do you mean? How, how'd you like uh, seeing Karapika? Karapika? Yeah, Karapika. Did you enjoy seeing him? Yeah, yeah, okay. I enjoyed it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to burn that image of him into your mind because you'll never see him again. Yeah, that's true. I know that. Um, <laughs> I do know that the next. I've seen most of the next arc. I know that it's a it's a gun and kilo a heavy one again. In the arc after. <laughs> yeah. After. Get ready. Get ready to see. Get ready to not see Karapika until like one frame of the last episode. <laughs> one frame of him making the sickest pose ever. That's so but sad. just one <laughs> yep. frame. I knew the last God, arc we, was like Leorio heavy. We do get so. to see Karapika. The last yeah, arc- we don't see Karapika for a while, but we do get to see him doing his favorite thing, not ra- answering mm-hmm. the phone. Not wonderful. answering the phone and looking sexy while doing it. <laughs> That's so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your heaping dose of Karapika content. Uh, you'll never get any more. Mm-hmm. Togashi said no 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 more (laughs) I've seen what you guys think of my character y'all too thirsty he said hey that gender envy gone you guys are not allowed to be this thirsty again I'm sorry (laughs) if we weren't supposed to be thirsty why is Uvogin here come on well Uvogin's not here (laughs) we just went through this Uvogin and Pakanoda are very much not here anymore that's true Machi's still here though Yes, Machi is still here, and she's still minding her damn business. Mm-hmm. Still alive, still thriving, still yeah. presumably stopping fists with her abs. Yes. Okay, so now that I have that over, uh-huh. want to head to too many gones? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to see all those gones. Yeah, I fully admit that I did not get through all of the 99 episodes. I slept, I slept in too late for that to happen. That's fine. But... Nothing was really different at all. 
Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty the same. I know it was take we were spending a lot of time in Pakunoda's Mind Palace in that first episode. Mm-hmm. We spent they, so long in the Mind Palace. They drew it out. That's so funny, especially knowing that that is supposed to be like a, a, a secret hidden end ability for her. <laughs> and it doesn't matter at all. They don't like bring it yeah. up. It's just, yep, here she goes into her Mind Palace. Don't is, worry about uh, it. Do you guys like the Mind Palace? Because we're in it. Yeah, every, all the episodes are just kind of like drug dragged out longer yeah, yeah yeah nothing really new we do get to see some miluki pet shaming that's great oh cool oh, Maluki. <laughs> yeah Maluki Milu- comes back <laughs> yeah we do get like a brief scene of maluki at a restaurant and they're like oh he's so fat and slobbish but you know that's great it's whatever um thank you 99 um yeah i I'm already so mentioned they closed that loop for us just remember just remind you that at the beginning of this arc miluki was leaving the house <laughs> remember that <laughs> wonderful Remember how we set up Miluki to cause problems and be a presence in this arc? God, well, what he's if still Miluki here. Did cause He'll problems. Do, he he might do some pokes Miluki with a stick. He might do something eventually. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem likely. What if we got to see Miluki Nen ability this arc? I don't want to think about what his Nen ability. Miluki is. would never have a Nen ability. But what if- no, what? I very much picture Maluki like Leorio just being like, "Oh yeah, I learned, uh, I I learned Nen. It's uh, it's it's when you uh, like make make yourself stronger." And they're like, "That's ten, and not even really." So <laughs> his Nen ability is to yell yeah. "Mama" very loudly, and then Killua's mom shows up, and she's like, "I hate you, my most hated son," and then she leaves. Yeah, <laughs> his Nen ability is to make his family hate him. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> Yeah, I ar- I already listed off a few of the manga changes that I found notable, but one more is that um, uh, we actually see a scene of Kaluto causing a distraction with the Phantom Troop so that Illumi can slip in. She's just like, or he's just like there for a second, then slips out the window, and everyone's like, uh, "What was that? What was that kid doing there?" And then we just cut to a very suspicious-looking Hisuka with with. <laughs> With blank dead eyes, I'm totally being like, "Yes, I'm normal." So that's where Kalatu gets introduced to the Phantom Troop. That's actually very good because uh, that becomes interesting. Hmm. Wonderful. Uh huh. I'm not scared at all. It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> Yay. It's normal. Um. Yeah. So that's all I have. Nothing. Nothing too crazy in 1999. Yeah. I'm still waiting for something that hits quite as hard as the boat episode or that play yeah. we watched, but nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've we've mentioned this yet, but yeah, the as we're recording this, the uh the crossover episode we did with uh with with Spirit Hunters where they invited us uh Departure Lounge and say the Exxon to talk about the the Hunter Hunter musical that just came out. So yeah, Wonderful. you get to hear my brain slowly disintegrating over the course of about three hours <laughs> as I talk on a, a a a voice call with eight other people on about five hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. You get to hear me be red, mad, and nude online about the fact that in said play, Killua is not present. Yeah, Killua Bro. disappears for the entire second half of the play. Bro! It's like the entire, th- like, third... Like, three-fourths of it. True, yeah. They're, like, kind of the start, and then he just disappears. You can't do my boy like that. Vaguely. 
What a damn yeah, they they had they had all of the main character actors double up their roles and play like actors within the fiction of the play. And then Kilawa's actor actually has a main character role in the plot of the play. So Kilawa just kind of has to disappear <laughs> so the other character can be there. God, remember how the main villain of that play just had like lightning powers? Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember it. My I'm like, God. my mind palace is opening <laughs> to random details about the play every second. Remember how, remember how Leorio and Krapia have like a romantic song about how they can't stand each other, but they actually love each other? Good. Yep, I remember God, what it. The fuck? That's the shit we need. <laughs> so much happens. Hisaka gets like a 15 minute song. <laughs> he really does. For not doing anything. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn. I can't believe they did my boy like that, though. Yeah, he's just not there. It's cruel. That's my recommendation. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone go listen to that episode of the Spirit Hunters and also find that play somehow and watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Oh, yeah. Do we want to do Greed Island? I actually have a thing yeah, this week. Alright. You can go first. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, yeah, so I'll go. So, um... I joined a fellowship tabletop hey! RPG campaign, and yeah, this uh, uh, this week we played our actual first session. So yeah, the first two sessions we did were character creation and world building, uh, but we we did our our first adventure, and it was a lot of fun. My GM is uh, Dan from Sonic Shuffle. Hey, tell Dan I said hi. <laughs> yeah, and um. Yeah, having having a lot of fun with Fellowship. I'm I'm playing like the o I'm playing a halfling, and my character is like the only normal one in a group of like really super powered characters. But I'm still having like a really fun time. Just like you know, I think yeah, I specifically built my character to like be the underpowered one who has to like get by on charisma and resourcefulness and like. Yeah, I think the 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 way the rules are built and the way that, you know, Dan ran the the session, I was sta still able to like have a lot of fun and like do all and you know, get things accomplished within oh, yeah. the That's adventure. So, so yeah, that was cool. Um uh oh, I have a recommendation. Mm -hmm. Um I've been getting into I've said it so many times. I've been getting into Higarashi. Um, but the thing about Higarashi, the visual novel, is that it is uh, over 100 hours long, and it is so damn long, and I do not have that damn time. Uh, so I discovered a fun little podcast called Say It in Red, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where the hosts each week go through um, a chapter of the visual novel, uh, pretty in-depth, and basically, like, for the first time, they talk about, like, the theories and, like, go through the chapter and things they like, and they things they dislike, things that, like, made them really think. Um, and it's been really fun just, like, hearing about, like, people going through it and, like, slowly piecing together the mystery as weird as it is and as not <laughs> weirdly, like, together and well thought out, but also just kind of balls to the wall nonsensical as it is. <laughs> and it's just been really fun. So if you ever want to, like, get into Higurashi nice. but don't have the damn time to sit down for over 100 hours of visual novel mm -hmm. like I do, um they are going through that i think they just put out the episode for their first answer arc which is good because it's the Xion answer arc and i love a gremlin Ooh, i love me a gremlin so that's my recommendation 
Yeah, see, I'm gonna have to get in on that because I I love the 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 new like anime and it's very very good. But there's definitely times where I'm like, wait, okay, so I don't actually know anything about like the original arcs of this, and it like I mean it yeah. it stands on its own. I will say like just as a recommendation, <laughs> you could definitely definitely watch it without knowing anything like about it. But um. I have been like getting some like outside stuff and that definitely helps. So cagey voice. I could just kill a guy. <laughs> it's very good. Um, honestly, that's been the big thing that I'm into right now <laughs> is um, Higurashi and Star Trek. I've recommended it like three times in a row, but that really is my main thing right now, specifically TNG. Um, I think there probably are other Star Treks that I, I think everyone kind of has their own preference. I had someone ain on me to like recommend DS9 and I probably should get into those, but like I'm <laughs> this is like TNG was very specifically like fanfic fodder for me when I was like, you know, in my high school days. So like TNG is just very like I go in and it's like data is there and wharf. And I don't know if I can do another Star Trek, but I just love it so much. It's very, very fun for me to go back through and like half hate watch, half really, really enjoy it. So <laughs> that's that's been my thing. Sick. Mm-hmm. So is that all we got for this week? Yeah, let's do some plugs. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got to the end of we got to the end of a season. Yeah, we yeah. did. We sure did. That's season three. Mm-hmm. Three down. Yeah. I just like to say congratulations to us. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're yeah, we're through. like we're we're getting through it. Mm-hmm. We're chugging through. It's almost like we have in two arcs an arc that lasts for basically half the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't excited. wait. So for five years down the line, we go, hey, we completed one season. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a lot. <sighs> I can't wait to meet all the fun furries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. I mean, first, first we got to go to Video Game yeah. Island and meet all the, all NPCs. the NPCs. And some who meet our buff sports meet our dad. Buff sports dad who just loves dodgeball. I'm very excited for Gamer Arc. I, once again, I've been going back <laughs> to you, Gamer Arc as a little myself. I have no damn patience. Uh huh. I slipped on it the first time. I remember going through that arc the first time and being like, damn, when am I going to get to all the furries? And then being like, damn, wait, this is actually good. <laughs> See, I mean, I'm excited for it, but I'm probably least excited for the furry arc of everything else, just because, as I've stated, I have ADHD and it's a lot of info at once. But. Yeah, you, that's true. It is, it is a, it is a lot, and it is like very paced. But yeah, it's like you if you can stick with it, it's fucking G2. good. Which one's that? <laughs> Cheetos. Yeah, you will. In jorts. <laughs> love that. Who is dumb as a box of rocks? <laughs> I mean, I love that. He's like, so stupid. He's I love so that. Dumb. There's definitely like things oh, i like talk- about that arc yeah like it's yeah well we love a war criminal here. i just definitely yeah. found it hard to follow and i'm like that's um, i'm less like i will find things to enjoy about it no matter what i'm definitely like thinking about me on this podcast being like um some things happened like i don't know if i followed it at all but there were some furries and that was cool so a lot happened all at once and all <laughs> i have to say is i'm sad yeah pretty much yeah okay let, let's get out of here. Let, let's wrap this. Let's wrap this whole thing up. Yeah, what plugs you got? 
Uh, you can find us at Gomo Hunting at Twitter.com. Yeah. You can find our Gmail at Gomo Hunting at Gmail.com. And you can find me at Groovin Gasly at Twitter.com. Boop, boop. Sky. Um, <laughs> our Tumblr is Gonex Will X Hunting. Uh, my Tumblr is Dankus McDonald. Um, and then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. Um, yeah. Uh, Keith, do you have anything? Yeah, you can find me at furaffinity.net. My username is spacerobit, that's space R-O-B-T, or email me at at spacerobtart at (laughs) gmail.com to see my commission sheet. I'll draw you a fursona, Sonic the Hedgehog OC, D&D character, whatever. Whatever you shall request. (laughs) Okay, well... I think if that is it, uh-huh. I want to tell all our listeners that while Pakanoda and Ubogin may have passed on to mm-hmm. the next world, yeah, and we may be feeling sad and heart and broken, we sure are at the end of an arc. Mm-hmm. But I want to wish you all a fine and wonderful going by, everybody. Going by. Going by.